The NHL is officially back. We have games on TV tonight, and the Dallas Stars get their season started in a couple of days against the Nashville Predators. And on today's episode, we are continuing with our preseason picks and predictions. Today, we are talking all things NHL awards. We'll cover the Hart Trophy, the Norris Trophy, and the Vesna Trophy and talk about which players I think will win and where Dallas Stars players factor into that. All of that and more on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by today's episode and for making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. If you're new to the YouTube channel, please hit that subscribe button. We are trying to get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. If you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform, you can follow us on there as well. And if you like the show, you can leave us a five-star rating uh, slash review to help new people find the podcast. And lastly, you can find and follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Without any further hesitation, let's continue on with this week's trend of predictions as far as the NHL season goes leading up to Thursday's episode where we will, of course, be talking about the Stars and the Predators and making predictions on that game. Before we jump into this award talk, if you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments down below who you think will win the big awards, the Hart Trophy, Norris Trophy, and Vesna Trophy this season. Do you think any Dallas Stars have a legitimate chance? Let me know your thoughts in the comments down below. Let's get things started off today with the biggest trophy in the NHL, the Hart Trophy, the MVP equivalent, uh, except it just has a really cool, fancy name. Other leagues will just give you the title of MVP uh, in the NHL. You are the winner of the Hart Memorial Trophy. And I feel like it goes without saying, and I imagine many of you listening share this thought as well, but this just feels like an award that it's going to be the most difficult for a Dallas star to win this award this season. Uh, And it's really just been that way throughout all of time. This has been an award that tends to go to literally, I mean, it goes to the best players in the world, but oftentimes the best player in the world has not been a member of the stars. The stars have certainly had some of the best players in the world at the time. And some of the best players that have ever graced the national hockey league, but it's going to be very difficult for a star to win this award this season, uh, although I do think there could be at least one threat. Uh, BetOnline.net is the official sportsbook of the Lockdown Podcast Network, and they have all of their odds placed on their website, and they have the usual suspects at the top of their odds list for the Hart Trophy. Connor McDavid at plus 250, Austin Matthews at plus 400, and Kale McCarr at plus 750, a defenseman uh, predicted 
third most likely to win the Hart Trophy. Pretty wild, but Makar is that kind of player. Rounding out the top 10 on the list is Nathan McKinnon, Leon Dreisaitl, Kirill Kaprizov, Nikita Kucherov, Igor Shesterkin, Jonathan Huberdeau, and Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, and if you want to find the first Dallas star on the list, you'll need to scroll quite a ways down to Jason Robertson at plus 6,600. Meaning if you bet $100 on Robo to win the Hart Trophy and he ends up winning, uh, the payout would be around $6,700. So I'm not telling you to make that bet. Actually, I would advise against making that bet. But if you have $100 to just throw around and potentially lose, you could get a pretty decent payout if Jason Robertson ends up winning the Hart Trophy. But again, it is not very likely. And this is just, like I said, a tricky award for the stars because it seems like they're just at a disadvantage to have a winner as compared to some other teams around the league. And one of the biggest red flags in this situation is just historically, especially the past 10, 15 years or so, the Stars have not really been that great at scoring goals, and they haven't always had a large goal-scoring threat, at least consistently across multiple seasons. Mike Madano is probably the last player that the Stars had where every season you're like, oh yeah, this guy is for sure scoring, you know, 45 plus goals, if not more. And of course, that era was much different and the offense was at a much higher level. But still, since then, the Stars haven't had a ton of big time goal scoring threats. The last 40 goal season before Jason Robertson's in this previous campaign was Tyler Sagan in 2017-2018. And the only other player to score 40 uh, in the Stars franchise is, of course, Jamie Benn, who did it just a few years before Sagan did it in 17-18. So that is one big disadvantage is that big-time playmakers, big-time goal scorers, big-time all-around offensive threats do not necessarily always come out of Dallas. And then you mix that with the fact that Dallas, as great as the fan base is here, it's a very passionate and very tight-knit fan base. Dallas, at the end of the day, is not a hockey market. And the winners of the Hart Trophy typically come from those big hockey communities, the, the cities that are built around their hockey team. And I, I love all of the Dallas sports, but we all know that this city is built around and worships the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Stars are probably third or fourth on the totem pole as far as popularity amongst the common Dallas community. If you ask a Dallas sports fan, you know, to rank the teams in order of how much they, you know, follow them or pay attention to them, the stars will be certainly be on plenty of people's top of the list, but they will not be on the top of the list for the vast majority. Typically, your heart winners are coming from cities like Toronto, Montreal, Edmonton, Chicago, Pittsburgh, uh, New York, Boston, Nikita Kucherov, uh, definitely an exception to that in 2019, winning it in Tampa Bay. But now with how dominant the Lightning have become, maybe you can argue that Tampa Bay, Florida is becoming a hockey community or a hockey market. I don't know if I quite buy into that, but I guess you could make the argument. And so the stars in Dallas just don't seem to ever get as much love as the star players do up north. And I mean, you can... Take the example of Robertson last season. Jason Robertson had one of the best seasons we've seen from a Dallas Stars forward in years, and it feels like really only people that followed the Stars closely were talking about it, uh, and the Stars were a playoff team. They were a good team for the majority of the season, and Robertson was playing at an elite, at an elite level, yet it felt like people were just kind of ignoring him. And this is a guy who, it wasn't like he just burst onto the scene. He was a Calder finalist the year before, losing to a guy Kirill Kaprizov that plays in a big hockey market up in Minnesota. 
So there's just a few things working against the Dallas Stars and their players for a player to win the Hart Trophy. It certainly can be done, but I think it would take a Herculean effort from Jason Robertson, or I think Rope Hintz, if you're going to pick a player to win it for the Stars, I think Rope Hintz could be a dark horse player just because of how skilled he is. But I think with Jason Robertson's goal scoring ability and the likelihood that if he plays the majority of this season, that he can, you know, at least mirror if not outperform his numbers from last season. Uh, I think Jason Robertson probably is the best bet for the Stars, but again, I don't see it happening this year. As far as my pick for the Hart Trophy, I really wanted to go with Austin Matthews. I think the Leafs are going to be deadly this season. I think he's going to be a big reason for that. But I was looking historically, and there has not been a back-to-back Hart Trophy winner since Alexander Ovechkin in 2008 and 2009. So history would not necessarily look kindly uh, upon me thinking that Austin Matthews would win the award. So I'm going to go with a very safe bet, but a one that I think will likely work out. I think Connor McDavid wins the Hart Trophy this season, but don't be surprised if Kirill Kaprizov also makes a push for the award. I know he's a division rival. I know he is kind of, you know, the opposite of Jason Robertson, but I think Kaprizov is good. I think he's going to have a very good year, and I think he could challenge and maybe even be a finalist uh, for the Hart Trophy this season. Well, coming up next, we will turn our attention from the Hart Trophy to the Norris Trophy, and we'll talk about the best defenseman in the NHL after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There is a new flavor available. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, this is actually healthy for you. Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs are only 160 calories and have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. What's great about Built is all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently, and it provides a ton of health benefits so you can eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You are going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff, whether you need it for a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. So ditch the calories, fat, and sugar, and grab yourself a Built Bar. And you can do just that by going to Built.com and using their promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your order at Built.com. All right, let's talk about the Norris Trophy and who has the best chance to win it this season. Thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Here is how betonline.net has the Norris Trophy odds placed before the start of the season, or I guess at the start of the season, since technically the season has been going for a few days now. Uh, Big thanks to Nashville and San Jose for getting the season kicked off over the weekend in Europe. But the odds as of right now, according to betonline.net, for the Norris Trophy are Kale McCarr at plus 135, Victor Hedman at plus 800, and Roman Yossi at plus 800 as well. Adam Fox, Aaron Ekblad, Charlie McAvoy, Marit Sider, Miro Heiskanen, Quinn Hughes, and Devin Taves round out the top 10 of that list. And Miro Heiskanen is at plus 2,500, so you bet $100. Your payout is around $2,600. So 
if you're going to make a bet on a Dallas star winning an award, this might be the one I actually would put money towards if that's something that you're interested in. Still could be a pretty high risk, but you could get a decent payout and Miro might be the most likely to win the respective award uh, that is given to his respective position this season. So it's really no surprise to see Miro Haskinen in the top 10 here, but I think that he could and should be maybe listed a little bit higher. No disrespect to the other players in this top 10. I think all of them are very good and all of them have legit cases and chances to win the Norris Trophy this season or at least can be in contention this preseason. But Charlie McAvoy, as good as he is, uh, we've given him his flowers on this show before, probably isn't coming back to play until around Thanksgiving at the earliest. At least that's what I've been able to gather from perusing uh, Boston Bruins beat writers and articles and other resources of that nature. I believe he had, it was surgery on his shoulder. I know there's some sort of shoulder issue with McAvoy right now, but the short version of the story is that McAvoy is not starting the season with the Bruins. He will be sidelined with an injury. And so that kind of begs the question, can he put up Norris trophy numbers and what is likely going to be three fourths of a season? Miro Haskinen, knock on wood, is getting an entire 82 games to play this season, which I think puts him at a massive advantage over a guy like Charlie McAvoy, who, again, whenever he comes back and is healthy, will probably play very well. But will it be enough to launch him into a true Norris you know, trophy winner conversation. I personally don't think so uh, because I think one, you have to come back from the injury. And then even once you're healthy, you have to reacclimate to practicing with your team, playing in actual NHL games against real competition. There's a lot more that goes into it than just recovering from an injury. This isn't to say that McAvoy isn't a good player. Like I said, he is a good player. I just don't think he should be in front of Miro Haskinen like Bet Online has him. Marit Sider, I would also put in that category. He is not injured like Charlie McAvoy. Sider is expected to start this season with the Red Wings. He's a good player. I think he was the rightful Calder Trophy winner last season. But is he really better than Miro Haskinen? Is the expectation that he's going to be better than Miro Haskinen? Again, I personally don't think so. I think the Red Wings in general are going to be a very good team this season. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show as far as some other miscellaneous awards. But I don't know if Marit Sider is going to be better than Haskinen this season. And this, again, has to do with the fact, I think, with McAvoy and Sider that both those guys play in big hockey markets. I think if maybe you swap places with some of these players, maybe Miro is favored above some of them on this list. You put McAvoy in Dallas and Haskinen in Boston. Uh, I would imagine Haskinen gets a little bit more love uh, with you know the NHL media playing for a more hockey centered market, although I guess you could make an argument for any of the sports in Boston just because they really do love their sports up there. But Detroit, at the end of the day, is very much a hockey town. So not too surprised, again, to see that. I don't think that factors into it too much because a great player will, you know, outperform uh, or, you know, outdo any sort of market or city bias. And Haskinen is truly one of the NHL elites of defensemen. And so regardless of where he plays, he very rightfully so belongs on this list of the top 10 or so defensemen in the National Hockey League. So we all know what the expectation is for Miro going into this season. And if he truly wants to contend for the Norris Trophy, he needs to be in that 70 to 80 point range at the least. Kale McCarr was, I think, 86 last season. And if things go really well, he could outperform that. Or maybe he'll be about the same. Or maybe he takes a little bit of a step back. 
Who knows? But Haskinen needs to try to keep pace and maybe not put up the exact same numbers as McCarr last season, but needs to at least cross that 70-point threshold, in my mind, if he even wants to be considered for this award. I know that's a big ask for him, and that would be a big step for Miro to take this season, but I think that he is very capable of it, and I think that, you know, Pete DeBoer in that system will work favorably for him, especially if he's out there getting power play minutes with guys like Rope Hintz, Jason Robertson, Joe Pavelski, uh, and so on and so forth. And I think Miro has a really good chance to win the award this season if he plays well and if he comes out of the gate hot and is able to be consistent throughout the year. Similar to the Hart Trophy, we have not had a repeat Norris Trophy winner since Nicholas Lidstrom back when he three-peated uh, for the Red Wings from 2006 to 2008. He also did it from 2001 to 2003 and won the award seven times in total. Different conversation for a different day. But McCarr, history, not necessarily on his side to win the award back-to-back. I really do think he'll be in contention if he stays healthy and has a good, consistent year with the Avalanche. But again, history not necessarily in his favor as far as winning the award a second season in a row. So I'm going to lean 100% into my star's bias and be bold. This is a pretty bold prediction, I feel like, but I think that Miro Heiskanen will win the Norris Trophy this season. So if it ends up happening, we will be coming back to this very moment when I said it. I am writing it down keeping track of where this is so I can go back and find it. And if he wins the award, uh, I will be very happy. And you heard it here first. Well, coming up next, we will talk about the Vesna Trophy as well as some other miscellaneous type awards, awards that I don't want to dedicate a full segment to because I don't think any stars or stars affiliates have a great chance to win the award, but still worth talking about and want to throw my predictions out there as well. More on that after another quick break. All right, let's finish things out with the Vesna Trophy. But first, let's talk about some miscellaneous awards. I keep saying miscellaneous as if they're small and meaningless. These are big awards, but I don't know if anyone associated with the stars has a great chance to win them, but I still want to talk about it and also give my prediction as well. Starting with the Calder Trophy Rookie of the Year, Wyatt Johnston is placed at plus 4,000 to win the award. We don't even know if he's going to play the full season with the Stars. We know that he's cracked the opening night roster, but who knows if he will stay beyond his nine-game stint tryout that he has with the team. Uh, If he does and plays really well, maybe he has a shot, but there are some other really good rookies this season. Mason McTavish, Matty Beneers, and Owen Power rounding out the top three on BetOnline's website as far as odds. I personally think that Owen Power will win the award. I think he has shown some flashes early in his young hockey career, and I think Buffalo in general is going to be a team that improves greatly. Not that the Ducks won't, uh, or even the Kraken a little bit, but I just think Owen Power uh, is going to have a great year, and he is my prediction to win the Calder Trophy. And I was very close to being right last season. I picked Cole Caulfield, and I think if Martin St. Louis coaches the Habs the entirety of last year, that I would have been right, because once St. Louis took over that team, Cole Caulfield became a completely different player. But I digress. Let's move on to the Jack Adams Award. Pete DeBoer is placed at plus 2,000 to win Coach of the Year. And if the Stars place in the top three of the Central Division, I think he at least needs to be a finalist or considered for the award. I don't necessarily think it will happen. Jared Bednar of the Colorado Avalanche is currently the favorite. My personal pick for the award is Derek Lalone, uh, the Detroit Red Wings newest coach. I think the Red Wings, like I said earlier, when talking about Maurice Sider, I think they're ready to take a big step forward. And I think it's very realistic that they could be competing for a wild card spot this season in the Eastern Conference. 
Let's talk about one more small award before we talk about the Vesna, the Rocket Richard Trophy. Austin Matthews is favored to win the award. Jason Robertson comes in at plus 2,500. And Rope Hints coming in at plus 8,000 to win the Rocket Richard Award, the most goals scored in a season. I'm going to make another bold and potentially outlandish prediction, but one that isn't too far off. I predict that Alexander Ovechkin will be the winner of the Rocket Richard Award this season. He will likely pass Gordy Howe for the second most goals in NHL history this season, and I think the Caps are going to be feeding him all season long as he continues to pursue Wayne Gretzky as realistic as that may or may not be that he eventually passes him. I think that he will move into second in the all-time goal scored record this season. And I don't know. I just have a good feeling Ovechkin is getting up there in age, but he continues to play at a high level regardless. I think this will be another big season for number eight in Washington. Now let's slow things down here at the end and talk about the final big award that will be given out at the end of the season, the Goalie of the Year Award, the Vesna Trophy. BetOnline.net has Igor Shosturkin as the favorite at plus 285, Andre Vasilevsky at plus 475 behind him, and Nashville's UC Soros at plus 900. And then you have Sorokin, Markstrom, Dimko, Anderson, Kemper, Ottinger, and Hellebuck rounding out the top 10. So similar to Miro Haskinen and the Norris Trophy, it is not shocking at all to see Jake Ottinger here in the top 10 for odds to win the Vesna because the world will be watching Jake Ottinger to see how he follows up his performance from the playoffs last season. Obviously, some people who you know follow the NHL all around kind of knew who Jake Ottinger was. Stars fans were very much aware of who he was all season, but then he gets put on the national stage for seven games against the Flames. He plays out of this world, and so many people were blown away. So many people were impressed. The Stars give him a new deal to make him the number one goalie in Dallas for the next several seasons, and now the question is, how will he follow it up? Was it a fluke in that seven-game series, or is that the Jake Ottinger that we are going to be seeing for the next 10 or so years? Hopefully, it is the latter, and I don't think that it was a fluke at all. I think Jake Ottinger has put in the work, and I think that he will do very, very well this season, and that has rightfully placed him in the preseason top 10 in odds to win the Vesna Trophy. Now, this is, in my opinion, the hardest award to predict just because goalie performances fluctuate every single year. You can have a guy be absolutely spectacular one season and then just take a monumental dip the next, whether it's due to injury or just maybe different coaching or you're playing with a different team. And so your job becomes harder. It just changes so often year after year. And I do think that Jake will have a great year, but I do not think that he will win the Vesna Trophy this season. I think that there's a very good chance that he wins at least one at some point in his career if his career continues on the trajectory that it's currently on, but I just don't think it will be this season. My prediction for the Vesna Trophy is Calgary's Jacob Markstrom, the other man that was dueling Jake Ottinger in that seven-game playoff series uh, with the Flames. He was outstanding during the regular season last year, outstanding in the playoffs, and especially in round one uh, against the Stars. Struggled a little bit against that Oilers team in round two, but still a very good campaign for him overall, and I think that will carry over into this season. Season. I think that he's going to be playing with leads most night. I know the Flames look very different as far as their big stars, their big name personnel, but I think they still have the pieces to be a deadly offense that's going to give Markstrom comfortable leads to play with each night with Jonathan Huberdeau, uh, Nazem Kadri, Uyghur, still so many good players there in Calgary. And I think Markstrom wins the Vesna trophy, but 
would not be surprised if Jake Ottinger is in contention for it, and maybe he makes an appearance as a finalist for the Vesna Trophy this season. But again, let me know in the comments down below if you're watching on YouTube who you think will win the awards that we talked about today. Do you think any of the Stars players have a shot at winning any of these, or do you think they will go to different players? Let me know in the comments down below. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and for making us your first listen of the day. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Help us reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. Find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well. You can also follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Be sure to keep tuning in to the show this week as we build up to the first game of the season on Thursday night in Nashville. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be talking more about the seating and standings, which teams finish where. We'll go by all four divisions uh, and give the predictions there of who makes the playoffs, who barely misses out. Going to be a very fun episode. And then before you know it, game day will be here and we'll have an actual regular season NHL hockey game to discuss. But I hope you guys have a great Tuesday and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.